going on, fellas? Nothing much. We back at yeah. it. Yep, yep. Great weekend. Some good stuff to get into, fellas. I think first of all, let's just go ahead and talk about Draymond because you know, that's the that's the hot story right now. Hop on sports first before we get into everything else. But uh Jay, what you think about uh the Draymond Green Punch saga? We'll call it that. <laughs> well, uh there's conflicting stories about why it happened. Um you know, a lot of there was people reports coming out saying that Jordan Poole was feeling himself because he's about to get this this contract, um, which is well deserved. To be honest, he's been playing out of his mind. Uh, there's been apparently there's probably been tension between Draymond and, and Poole for a while. Of this, what other reports are saying, where you know, uh, you know, Jordan Poole has basically been challenging Draymond as if Draymond ain't gonna do nothing to him, and, I, and this this just happened to be one of the moments where he he, he found out. <laughs> And, you know uh, what they say? <laughs> Let the dude say on TikTok. If you see the war that you look around, you see how you'll find out. All right. Uh, I will say though that um, if this was any other player, it may be it probably wouldn't be that big. But Draymond just has a reputation of being overly aggressive, um, kicking people in the ball. Oh, all right, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's pause and rewind. He kicked somebody <laughs> in the balls because somebody was purposely trying to get him kicked out of the game. So he stood I, I, over right, him, was, yeah, put his no, nuts no, in his no, face. No, no, you no, no, you no, ain't no. standing over me with your nuts in my face. I'm just pause, saying, you're going to get kicked right. too. So let's, just, let's move forward past that. Thank you. No, so wait, wait, wait. Move wait, forward no, past no. that. Let's not put you guys are bringing up one instance because you guys are LeBron haters, but no, before the LeBron situation, he was kicking people in the balls as well. Let's not, let's not, let's not forget. We know what you're referencing, though. We know what you're referencing. So that's what I'm going Right. Anyway, anyway, he's a notorious ball kicker. Let's put it like that. Um, anyway, but. He's been overly aggressive. I think at one point he even got sued for getting into a fight with some football player a long time ago, like threatening, like beating the dude up. So Draymond, Draymond just has a reputation of being like almost like a bully, um, in a way. And uh, and I just think when you have a reputation like that, you can't be doing stuff like this. And this matter probably would have went away. To be honest, y'all, I can tell me how y'all feel too. But I think this matter went would have went away. Because it's basketball thing. These things happen to basketball, especially once teammates, they fight. I mean, okay, well, it is what it is. Right. We would have probably been curious about the specific why it happened. But when that video came out, oh, damn. Oh, that always, the, the, the video always does right. it, bro. The video always the video does Video's it. always going to do it. I think the whole biggest thing about this, man, is to be honest, dude, like for people to be up here acting so shocked, I'm like, fam, we've heard real life accounts of this happening numerous times in the NBA. Kobe snatching everybody's shoes because they did a bad job and was saying, y'all just not going to hoop. Like, nah, then give me all of these joints. Y'all ain't going to do nothing. You know, none of that. Michael Jordan punching uh, Steve Nash. Like, we done seen this, bro. Or not Steve Nash, Steve Kerr. Just, just stealing. Right. And that's Steve Kerr, bro. Like, one of the nice dudes in the NBA getting his jaw rocked. Like, that's just what it is. <laughs> me personally, dude, whoever was the film dude in that facility and what I heard that paycheck was from uh, selling that video to TMZ, I mean, I feel him, but still, though, that was kind of crazy. Then the thing, man, I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. Whatever Jordan Poole did, man, that nigga did that shit, bro. Whatever he said, because I'm just like, fam, you not about to. Draymond was across the court. You the veteran, right? And we already know the pecking order of athletics, bro. 
you already dog when you get on in with these older players who didn't basically been where you've been at and it did way more and you are fulfilling yourself dog like you gotta respect that you just got a ring mm-hmm. you just you just got a ring you know yeah you had a great season and you were fundamental in most aspects bro but Draymond Steph Curry Clay and you go dialing them dudes they still who they are so from the video all I know is I'm like alright Draymond was over here something clearly got said then he walked up on you and then you pushed him cause technically you ain't have to do that right. so you well, me personally me personally I'm like hey you can't punch a dude and did not be ready to squabble like you can't punch and then you got your hands to your, you can't push and then you got your hands to your side then what's crazy I think the most impressive thing is Draymond ain't even cocked back. He just came straight from the shoulder with the That was jab. a Superman punch. That was a whole Superman like, punch. Like, he just right? came, he just came straight up, just reaction, just pow, you know what I'm saying? So, I respect it. I respect it. I mean, I hate that it's nasty and it's gotten out and the media is going to make a, a big deal out of it. And I think there's way more pressing things to talk about <laughs> Brett Favre, but you know. Um, <laughs> The, the, the game is going to be the game. They're going to be all right, man. And we're going to see what Jordan Poole will do. But I know he, one thing, though, my overall opinion is that, hey, man, he said beige niggas back the entire week for that one. <laughs> let, let me interject, EJ, before you, you say yours. I want to say this, Mark, because you said something that I actually disagree with that I've been seeing all over social media. People were saying that uh, uh, Jordan Poole should have kept his hands to itself and not pushed back because what you expect. And I think people need to look at it a little bit more delicately, delicately, delicately. To me, in my eyes, when you come to me, you come across the court. And I'm not saying Jordan Poole is right or wrong for whatever he was coming out of his mouth. I'm not saying it wasn't well-deserved because it probably was. But I'm just saying, fighting-wise, when you come across the court and chest bump me, that's the first contact. I'm sorry. So... I'm going to push you back off me if I'm a real inward. You, 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 you an athlete though, and I feel you. But the point is, I'm not saying that Jordan Poole shouldn't have punched or pushed. My thing is that if you're going to push, you got to follow through too. Like, think about this, me, Jay, me, and you got into it, and I pushed you. And I'm talking about like a grown man shove, where like your neck kind of whiplash back, bro. If you proceed to smack the shit out of me, dog, like I kind of knew that was coming. I, I so mean, I feel a, you. If I push, I'm honestly gonna go. At that rate, you might as well just go. The thing that I just found bizarre is that, like, but oh man, I'm gonna just push this dude and then expect an <laughs> NBA vet to not do nothing in return. And this is a dude who squared up with LeBron. But like, Marv, you gotta understand what? this though. Look, street street stuff is different from NBA. How many times we've seen players push each other in the NBA and nothing happens? You know what I'm saying? Like being in the street is different. Like in the street, yes, you you better you better expect that you about to throw them hands. But basketball, I'm I'm in, that, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's basketball. Another thing too is that like, bro, this happened in the training facility, dog. Like nobody right. knew this happened until that video got leaked. Even the story before that, what did ESPN them know? Oh man, we hear that there's tension in the Warriors' locker room between Jordan Poole and Draymond Green. The, the insiders probably knew the information, but so far as the public and being able to report on it and call the media cycle, no. The team was going to deal with that the way they was going to deal with it, just like they did with this good old Ime Udoka situation and keeping things eternal. The only reason why the NBA and any sports franchise in America moves on things is that when it gets out to the public, the public is going to call them to task to want to do something in the public light. So, so far as this, if they suspend Draymond and all of this jazz and what they're thinking about doing and maybe finding him, 
they gonna have to do that and they gonna have to release that out when honestly man think about this bro if you violated something at your job man do you think they're gonna put that on the news that you violated nah you knew what you did they're gonna have a con they're gonna talk to you whatever at work and they're gonna have documentation behind that like this story wouldn't even be a thing if the video never leaked like even when the story came out we was just like oh i'm not surprised because jordan Poole is a young rookie draymond green is who he is so i'm not surprised. we've seen numerous story of rookies getting into it with vets because they think they hot stuff and things transpire nick young and kobe kobe ain't really fooled with nick young like that because he came in being cocky and you know you saw the whole uh thing where he shot the three-pointer and started walking off and it bricked and Kobe was up and looking like, what is it, what is this dude doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just what it is. So it's, it's nothing new. I just think that it's probably gonna be bigger than what it is because, you know, that video leak. And hey, man, I feel for Jordan Poole, but me personally, I'm like, if I'm a rookie dog and I just had a breakout season, then another thing, a rookie that wasn't even drafted, you was in the G League and made your way to the league. So I'm like, the last person that kind of needs to be thinking that they fire is you. I'm like, you low-key the equivalent of somebody like a Jeremy Lin, bro. Like, you just got hot. You got to do it again. So be humble. Keep doing your know. thing. We'll see. I we'll see. That comparison. We'll see. Right now, what evidence do we got? We ain't got another season of greatness from him just yet. We don't. He had that where they sucked and he was actually balling. But when Steph came back, Steph came back, Clay came back. Uh, it right. was just so on you, a whole nother level. So you pale and compare. Hey, hey, thank you for holding us down, bro. Now let the real ones get, get in line. That's what it is. You got to do that alongside greatness, bro. You got to do it. You have to mm. do that. And we haven't seen you do that. They said the same thing. Think about this, man. Uh, The same thing with Shaq with the Miami, man. It was going hard. I remember the news articles back then. It was going hard on D-Way. Can D-Way get it done? And blah, blah. I was like, bro, D-Way was cold. And then when he got next to Shaq, he went crazier than what he was already going, man. Like you, so you gotta step up. But to be up here talking to a dude crazy that then did what you did before you twice. Come on, bro. Mm. Like so, I, I feel him. It's like somebody talking crazy with Trails Freewell in the facility. I'm like, you get choked out, bro. You knew what time it was. Don't play. <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> like yep. come on, man. You can't. You can't do that. I feel for him. I say, if anything, hey man, he better learn how to squabble. <laughs> you better learn how to squabble, man, and get to it. I feel, games, I feel, man. I feel you on on uh, him needing to be humble. Marv is correct. They do only have one good season. They did win a championship, but we do need to see more. They might have been in the league for what nine, ten years now. A minute and so, be consistent. Yeah, I will say though, he did get drafted, Marvin. He was like the last pick in the first round, but at that point, still though, like. You got Clay, Draymond, and Steph on your team, so you obviously are not in the top pecking order. So you got um, you got to shine. Think about this: what what I all I find bizarre about this whole situation. You know who ain't who ha, who's who's always been humble and, and been doing his thing too. And quiet as Kip was a was a hot ticket when he was coming into the league. You know who that man's name is? Andrew Wiggins. You didn't hear no behavior like that out of him, did you? Well, no. Then he had a he had an issue with the uh, uh, Butler that could have went. I don't think it got physical yet, but it was about to head, head that way when he was. Yeah, but he calmed down. That's, that's cooler uh, heads. But, bro, you ain't about to be walking in the facility like you up here going crazy on the court. I mean, you had a good season, man. Andrew did that in A. For, for the most part, he was just on a trash team when he first got in the league. But the main thing about that, though, is Andrew knew not to fuck around with Jimmy. You know <laughs> you would, so so you, would, you would think Poole would know not to mess around with, with, with Dre. That's all I'm saying. 
Um, he after round and found out. On the flip side, though, Draymond got to chill, bro. You can't be Superman punching <laughs> in practice. Like that's not that's not where it's at. Like I get like the whole Michael Jordan Steve Kerr comparison thing. I'm willing to bet his Michael Jordan's punch was not as nasty as Draymond. Draymond put pulled asleep. That's all I'm saying. Because Kerr, Steve Kerr said he came back and was fighting with Mike. So I, that's how I can tell you it wasn't as bad. But uh, Draymond a real one, bro. He punched dude and then tried to console him afterwards. Like, hey, don't hit your head on the wall. He walked towards him. He did not know his own strength. He did not know his own Hey, let me let me get you right. Let me get you right, right quick. Oh, bro. But he got to chill, man. I mean, Draymond too old for that. He's a veteran, like Marv said. Like, you you can't be doing that. Like, here's the thing. If you do want to punch this man so bad, wait till after practice, bro. Y'all do that in the parking lot when everything's all over with. I wouldn't have done it in the, in the gym, though. That's all I'm saying. I would have confronted Poole after the practice. Then when we left, we in the locker room or me possibly probably outside, just being real. Um, and then y'all talk about it. And if he keep going, then, hey, ain't nothing you can do if he keep talking. So... That that's on that's on pool. It, it is, but you know, I said this. I was like, man, if I would have got swung on like that, and I'm in the league, and we all worth millions, man. Shoot, Draymond would have had to wake up next to Tupac Craig, nigga, fooling with me. Like, <laughs> dang, that, that was that was crazy. Like, I'm thinking, hey, oh man, Draymond just gonna smack dude. When I saw that video, I was like, oh my. <laughs> yeah, so I'm saying, bro. I didn't think it was gonna be that bad. I really did not think it was gonna be that bad. That was bad. I'm like, man, he full on connected with that man's chin. Like he was standing straight. His feet was bracing. He just not stumbled back. I was like, oh yeah, that's bad. Now he's talking about he's gonna take a couple days away from the team and talking about they're gonna have to earn earn his trust back. And he be doing this shit his whole career, so it's not like. <laughs> Draymond been acting crazy his whole career, so y'all know who he is. But they gonna figure, they gonna figure it out, man. At the end of the day, they gotta figure it out because if Draymond ain't on that team, ain't no defense. So they gonna have to figure it out. They are gonna have to figure it out. They have to do the that and probably is, expect Jordan to leave. I don't, I don't know if they're gonna give up pool, and that's where I was about to ask too. I was gonna say, I think I wonder if part of that punch wasn't just, um, you know, Draymond, you know, you know. You know, smacking the shit out of somebody because someone trying to be a little smart ass and and you think he got the juice, but it, does he feel threatened by Jordan Poole that you know at some point Draymond's going to lead the team and Jordan Poole may be the future of the Warriors? And does he feel like you know did Draymond kind of feel like he's only you know Jordan Poole, Poole is only talking like that because they all know what's 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 going to happen in the end is that. Draymond ain't the future. He ain't, he's not gonna be here for the long term. Pool is, so he's speaking. So Pool maybe talking shit from a place of power, and I wonder if that's where that anger came from—the punch the shit out of him. You know, uh, I, wonder, I, I mean, it I did know, definitely think, come I from. That. I think it came from. I, I won't say it's because he was jealous of Pool about to get paid because it's Draymond. No, everybody got to eat when it's time to eat. So I don't, I don't think it's right. it's a, it's a factor of that. And yeah, he didn't be here done that. Yeah, and what's really stupid is like I'm saying, Draymond is set to make 25.8 million this year, and if he opts in next year, he's able to make 27.5. So for me, as as Draymond knowing that my game is declining on the court and I'm really only used for defense and antics, I'm going to take this 25 million this year and I'm going to take this 20 for 27 next year and I'm going to see what happens after two years and let Poole get his money. Because the thing is, ain't no way that you go in and them talking about you want a max contract. You are not worth more than what Jordan Poole was worth to the Warriors. I'm sorry. You're just not. At all. 
So take your million, you about to make what? 58, 59 million over the next two years. Do what you gotta do. And then when it's time to re-up, you may not get a max, but they're gonna give you something. I mean, they ain't gonna let you walk away without offering you something, so. Unless you go crazy. Yeah, but he ain't gonna go crazy. I think Draymond will be cool. Draymond will be cool. The, the thing is, like I said, is I think it's just Poole was just talking shit. He's a young dude. Um, he, he might be riding high a little bit about he from him about to get paid, but I don't. I don't think it was more of Draymond was jealous. I think it was just he fucked around and caught what's his name at the wrong time. <laughs> That's yeah. all it was, bro. It happens to everybody sometimes. Bad, bad, bad day, man. Sometimes, sometimes you gotta yeah. get, you know, so you gotta get a little boot bop action, man. That's what happens. <laughs> yeah, so um, I think they'll learn from it. They'll grow from it. I mean, at the end of the at the end of the season, once they make the playoffs and do whatever they got to do, they'll be fine. So yeah, uh, no love loss. It should blow no. over. I'm just seeing this image that you put. The, uh... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what it was, bro. Literally, that's what, that's literally. what it was. Bro. That's what it was, man. That's what it was. Uh, Jay uh, out over there taking some mixed martial arts. Bro, this is for real. That's crazy. What was that movie we used to watch in college, EJ? That uh, Buddha put us on Paper Soldiers with Kevin Hart. And, yeah, uh, bro. BD Siegel came out that barber shop like, "Hey, man, didn't I tell you when I seen him we'll smack us?" And he just basically walked up with his arms up and just punched dude straight from the shoulder. Dude, straight in the shoulder. Yep. Bro, mm-hmm. I was like, "That's literally how it was, man." So, uh, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers are all involved. That's all I can say. They'll be out there, millionaires fighting. Yeah, yeah. All right, fellas. Uh, let's hop into what are you into Black Panther: Wakanda Forever because I know it's getting ready to come out soon. There's been a lot of reports going on recently about who the next Black Panther is. The trailer dropped. Another trailer dropped this week. I think it was the final trailer. Yep. Uh, Marvin, what do you think about it? Did you see it? I thought the final trailer was phenomenal. I think it, it, that was the first one that I saw that got me hyped. Um, I will go on the limb and say this, just like we talked about that on, in the chat. I'm walking out the movie theater. Winston Duke is, is Black Panther. I'm gonna be real with you. I'm just gonna be honest. I'm, 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 I'm with you, Marv. I'm with you, bro. I'm get up. I'm, I'm with going you. to stand up. And I'm going to walk down the stairs, look at everybody in this theater, and be like, "You niggas are fucking crazy. Y'all watching this shit, bro?" And walk straight out. Hey, I, like no. what? No. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, bro. I'm sorry. I think, I think personally, I would not be mad if Shuri or uh. What's her face become that and call the day, bro? Like, let's let's wrap this up, dude. <laughs> let's wrap this up and move on, bro. Not gonna be a compelling Black Panther. I just cannot. I cannot see it. I don't see how him going from Mbaku to that makes sense and it be a compelling story. Because my thing is that like Namor, he that this this is gonna end here. I don't think yeah, unless y'all have heard rumors that I haven't that this is gonna be a continuing thing that they're gonna have to face throughout you know this phase of the mcu but i mean i got excited about the trailer overall but i ain't trying to see that though jay what's your name well i've told you guys off podcast off air um that i believe i came across a script leak and you know vj knows that i've i kind of read script leaks of black panther 2 been coming across him for you a know, while. You, you, I, hell, you hella illegal out here, bro. Okay, right. It. <laughs> hey, man, I'm snitching, man. I'm be dry snitching. But uh, I ain't gonna say nothing. But yeah, I'm just gonna say that uh, I'm not gonna even say nothing to be honest because I don't want to. I don't want. I want y'all to go into the movie with hey, bro, fresh, this, fresh eyes. This, 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 your, this your real life, literally. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm, right. I'm just gonna say that uh it looks it's from what i read it seems very accurate i'm gonna say accurate and um i'm very curious how the fan base uh the fan base is gonna take to the true which i believe it is so i'm very curious how any, all of you guys are going to take to it too ej and Mar, i'm curious how you guys are going to take to it um but so far just from the trailer man that freaking trailer looks freaking amazing really good. really really good i mean oh my god bro coming from somebody who was not high on this movie at all especially since they didn't at show us all, anything bro. they didn't show us anything until basically a month that ago person, that person um, trash for me yeah they didn't show us anything until a month ago and so for me I gotta give them credit. the the movie The movie looks beautiful right now, so I will give them. It looks like they got top notch shooting, top notch CGI. Like it just looks great. So I'll give them props on that. Um, like Marvin said, if Mbaku is it, I may have to leave. Like I've already talked about this in my head. What I'm gonna do if he shows up? If they if he puts on the thing, I may have to walk out. I agree with Marvin on that one. Um, so initially, obviously, when you see the Black Panther drop out the ship at the end of the, the trailer we just saw um it, it's definitely a female from the, at least yeah. that at least that is a female body right that is a female um from what i've heard i'm I, i'm not gonna be i mean i'm not jay i don't work in the movie industry so it's okay for me to say what i saw online i don't know if it's a script leak but there's a guy online that says and i don't even know the girl's name jay so you you may know what i'm talking about this may be where you're going but he was saying there's this other chick that just signed on recently this black chick um that, that looks like she's a part of the Dora melage in the picture oh. they're yeah, saying that she might she might be the uh the black panther I, i'm forgetting her name I but she's like a big actress or come, upcoming actress apparently hmm yeah michaela cole from uh hbo she got like two hbo shows in ghana right yeah, I believe she is from Ghana. I don't, I don't, I'm not like a giant fan of her work, but I know, um, I feel like she's like the the British Issa Rae. Um, she has like two comedy shows on HBO. It was some, some show called Chewing Gum and another show, um, what was it called? It was called, uh, I May Destroy You and... So she's been doing a lot of HBO stuff. I think she did some stuff on uh, Black Mirror as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, but yeah, but the thing is, I don't think she is going to be um, the Black Panther. See, if you look in the trailer, they show her for a couple of scenes and she has this, this like blue and silver armor on. Uh, they're introducing in this film the uh, I believe they're called the Blue Angels. And actually no i mean uh mm -hmm. the midnight angels and the midnight angels and they're like uh kind of uh some other kind of group like similar to the Dora Milaje. i don't know too much about them but we're probably going to learn about them in the film and i believe like her character is like in some kind of relationship with okoye so we're going to see that explore but yeah i don't know what role she has but it won't be black Panther. it now. is i feel you yeah I agree, um, but I'm I'm interested to see who it's gonna be, man. And it's and they're up here talking about nobody has guessed who it is yet, and nobody knows what's really happening. And I'm like, all right, y'all mess around and, and give us and, and give us somebody weak. You're gonna make everybody walk out the theater, bro. So I'm trying to say, like, I understand at the end of the day, me and Jay had initially said that we felt the role should have been recasted, which you know I still stand by at this point. But I do understand 
with it being so recent to his passing, to Chadwick's passing, I get why you might not want to rush into it. Which is why me and Jay also suggested they push the movie back a couple years, which is which, which would have been totally possible. But if you're gonna make the movie now, you got to figure out a way to make it land. So I'm just telling y'all, you better right. get it right. That's all I'm saying. You better get it right. I don't know what that. I don't even know what that entails. But since y'all writing the movie and you coming up with the script. You better get it right, and I better be surprised, and I better be ha- it better be a happy surprise. Because if it is in Baku, I'm telling you, bro, popcorn going up in the air, walking out, man. That, that's it. Like, there's no, he don't need to be Black Panther. That's all I'm saying. Unless you're gonna bring in somebody <laughs> from another dimension, like me and Jay talked about in previous in, in the past. Like, unless you bring in another Black Panther from, you know, Earth two eight three or something. I don't know, but they gotta get right. it right. That's all I'm saying. Right. I will say one more thing. We, I think I spoke about this before. I'll just bring it up just because of the trailer. But, you know, there was a leak before on Reddit of a Marvel poster and a Marvel wall music and a clear picture of Thor's new uniform from um, his new costume from um, uh, Love and Thunder and the new Thor from um, the new uh, the Mighty Thor with Jane Foster. Yeah. Uh, but on the side of it was a Black Panther, but it was had it was cut off, so you couldn't see the whole picture. And it was a big Black Panther. This is bigger than T'Challa. And at that point, I I panicked. Uh, I, I feel you. I feel you. We gonna see. We gonna see, boy. My issue is that, you know, well. If it really is Mbaku, the signs were kind of there already because we did hear that there was issues with Letitia Wright on set of uh, during production. Um, she didn't want to get um, take the COVID test. She was a non-vaxxer, and apparently she was spreading that across the set. Don't know if that's real or not. Don't know if that's just something fabricated. But then you also hear that Mbaku got a pay raise. And you also hear that there were like reshoots, even though every film uh, is, has a, always has scheduled reshoots. Um, I'm just worried that, uh, you know, how does this work if Mbaku is the Black Panther when he his character worships uh, a whole different god than Bast, who's uh, Bast is a Panther god. So how do you switch over when your character believes in, in his gorilla god? So now it's kind of it's kind of forced now. Um, but then I also understand that, you know, he may be the only true leader, you know, uh, that can really stand a chance against a lot of the, the enemies that may come to the, to the village. And then I also think about how Kevin Feige, um, mentioned recently in an article talking about how, you know, there were talks about recasting T'Challa, uh, you know, recasting the role after Chadwick Boseman's death, but it was just too, just too early. And when I think about it in retrospect, I'm like, yeah, actually, it, it is kind of too early because they were getting ready to film Black Panther 2. It was very, uh, Chadwick passed away around pre-production time, if I'm correct. So, you know, they they were getting ready to, to go ahead and shoot this movie and he passed. So it's like, how do you just all of a sudden shift gears and, and, and cast somebody new? So I don't know if the fans would have kind of took that in. So that's why I'm kind of hoping that even if Mbaku turns out to be the new Black Panther eventually, uh, I hope it's just for this film. And 
we get to see Wakanda come together and fight against this, you know, this Namor character, this Namor villain that we've been waiting to see touch the film. But let it be for this one film or in um, have T'Challa return in the uh, the next film because we need T'Challa. Right. Straight up. We're going to see, man. So, Damson Indris, good choice. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm down with that for sure. Um, well, let's do this. Because since we're talking about Black Panther and what's going on with that, yeah, I don't think I brought this up the last time we we, we had the pod. But did we did we talk about Blade the last time we had the podcast? Because if not, we need to hop on that real quick. Um, Blade recently lost its director, and um, there are reports that Mahershala Ali is frustrated by the progress that the movie is doing. Um, I also read another report saying that there were only two major fighting scenes in the entire movie. And that those fighting scenes were weak. I read that in multiple articles. Um, Not good. Y'all know, and the audience knows who listens to how I feel about Blade. So I, this is very concerning. Um, Jay, what do, you, what do you think? It's it's very. So let me say this. I got got to repeat this too. Me, I don't know about you, Barbie. Me and EJ on Blade. It's up there, man. Yep. It's up there. <laughs> it's up there. Those first five minutes of the film, best, I consider that the best scene in all of cinema. The best intro scene in all of cinema. You Amen. heard this here. Yep. yep. In all of cinema, okay? All uh, of cinema. Man. Yes. So you have to get this for Mahershala Ali to be like, he's not liking where it is that makes me feel good because he knows with this movie how badass this movie needs to be you cannot come out with a blade project and it not be on par with wesley snipes blade and i'm I, and, and not, not to say that it's going to be Wesley Snipes blade but it you you got you got to be on that level you have to be yeah. you're not doing that sticky finger shit that they had yep. on fx no yep <laughs> No. Hey, 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 let's, slow, let's, let's, let's slow down. Let's slow down. Sticky fingers live on TV. Let's not do that, bro. Sticky, sticky hey, fingers look. was not Blade One. That's all I'm saying. And yeah, I it wasn't Blade One, but it's from. also it was a it was a T it was a TV adaptation of it. So let's let's just do that, bro. It is what it is. It wasn't a movie. Just a TV. That is true. Yeah, well, I, sticky I, fingers I, is I, not I, my Blade and never will be my Blade. He is not my is Blade. Not so, uh, first of all, how the hell did Sticky Fingers out of all people get that? Well, that's what I want. Out of if you think about the time that show was out, who else was gonna? Who else? Who else was gonna do it at that time? Michael, they could have got Michael J. White. They could have. They could have. One go happen. One go happen during that time, man. Because during that era, guess what Michael J. White was doing? Uh, well, well, action action movies and Tyler Perry flicks. And so what paid more? It. What and what paid more? Perry check was nice. Man, if Michael J. White. If you if you if they would have called Michael J. White, Michael J. White would have brought some justice to that. It probably joint, wouldn't have been that better. Joint than... was on, that joint was on Spike TV, bro. Like nobody was it's watching nice. Spike then. This is like on the tail, this is like on the tail end of uh a cable really cracking cracking like that, man. My, hey, Spike my, ain't even around no more. Michael J. White was making movies like Blood and Bone. He could have went and did Blade. That's exactly. all I'm saying. Exactly. That's all exactly. I'm saying. Exactly. So And Mark, if you haven't seen Blood and Bone, you don't know what the hell you <laughs> So <laughs> Just saying, blood because Blood and Bones was fire. I'm sorry, yeah. and that was a low budget film, wasn't it? That was it was very budget. low budget. That's what I'm saying. It. it was low budget, and he killed that. And with that low budget, they probably didn't pay him a stupid amount of money, so he could have went and did Blade. That's all I'm saying. 
Right. So I'm just they need and for the director to leave the film because he didn't like the draft that they came up with. I'm the writer or the director. The director didn't. Um, the director. The director was moved in front of the film. Yeah. So that's that's not a good. Um, you got to do this movie justice, man. Blade is a very important character. Blade is arguably the character, the Marvel character that even allows superhero films to be what it is today. Yeah. Um, yep. you, you just have to do it. The style that Wesley Snipes brought to the character, the the martial arts uh, choreography he brought to the character the the way it was filmed like you know one was great Guillermo del Toro came in and brought it to a whole nother level with Blade 2 Blade Trinity it's all right but we know it one and two were fire yeah so just saying you gotta you got you gotta come in with it man you gotta come with so it's not it's it's a good thing that Ali is disappointed because he knows how important this movie is and it's one of the bad it's one of the very few badass uh black superheroes we have on so you gotta you have to bring it you gotta bring it so hoping to hear some good news soon about a replacement on who they will choose and the thing too bro is like wakanda obviously we recognize in the mcu that uh, Black Panther is like our first black superhero, which is which is correct, which is why it got all the attention, which is why, you know, it did as well as it did. Blade is like our first U.S. American black character. We get, got to come out strong with him, man. You can't give him no, right. no, no, no shitty story. Blade is action. That is what he is. So if you come up here and try to tell this boring, you know, we're trying to go through dialogue, the whole movie, like that's not what Blade is. So... I never advocate for this, right. y'all know, especially with games and stuff like that, but they need to push this back. I'm sorry. I, I know Mahershal is already 58. I get it. He old, but they gonna have, they, they got to push it back, man, because they're going to have to rewrite the script and they're going to have to add action scenes. They're going to do what they got to do. And there's not enough time between now and next November. We're already in October now. That's basically a year away from when this movie is supposed to come out. Um, right. So I, I say push it back. If not, better have somebody on hand that can come in and rewrite the script in a hurry. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. No, I I 100 agree. Marvin, any thoughts, bro? We gonna see. <laughs> I, I I'm not. My hopes isn't high. When I read that news, I was like, yeah, this may be this may be a this may be be a bad one now. I don't know. I have no idea. And I have no idea. Have no it's, idea. It's, it's sad because Mahershala approached Marvel about playing this role, so they can't do him wrong like that. Because if that's the case, they shouldn't have just never. They said they weren't going to make it. So we're going to yeah. see. We're going to see though. Yeah. Uh, did y'all see Daredevil this week and she helped? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. How do y'all feel? Um, we needed to see that. Too little, too we late. We need to see it. <laughs> I said we needed to see that and we needed. Uh did y'all say too little too late or I wouldn't say too late because yeah. it's it's She Hawk is not Daredevil and She Hawks. Right. I think the problem is like what you said or EJ, you know, there's we really don't care about She Hawk right now because there there's no story going on right now. And I think if I think if the story were interesting and there was an actual plot, we wouldn't be dying to see Daredevil. <laughs> Right. So, you know, but Daredevil just kind of spices it up, which I think it did do in this episode, to be honest. But um, I just it, that's kind of a bad thing when you expect you're you're watching the show for a whole nother superhero than the star superhero of the show. So it's kind of a bad thing. Why was the Daredevil great? Probably the arguably probably the best episode of the series. That's a bad thing on Marvel's part um, that it shouldn't have taken this long 
for us to actually get an interesting story. But there's, um, there's two things with that, at I, least in my personal opinion, real quick, Jay. Um, mm-hmm. You billboarded the show, like whenever they first were showing like all the artwork and showing like everything about it, when they first started pushing the show to everybody and showing everything off, Daredevil was who they kept showing. They kept showing them, they kept showing them. And I'm not saying that, mm-hmm. you know, it's a bad thing that he's in one episode and that's it. You, you feel me? But it's like, if you're going to do that, we expect to see him relatively close, maybe third, fourth episode in the beginning. And even if it's not like us seeing Daredevil, my personal opinion is She-Hulk is a, is a lawyer. Jennifer Watts is a lawyer. Um, Matt's a lawyer. Daredevil's a lawyer. You don't have to show him in one episode and get his whole story out of the way in one episode. Show him as the lawyer, show him as Daredevil, and that's it. You could have shown him as a lawyer in episode three and slowly brought along the character. You see what I'm saying? You don't have to like right. take away the spotlight and show him as Daredevil right away. All you got to do is so little seeds. Show him helping out on a case. Show him talking to uh, a client. Show him interacting with She-Hulk while she doesn't know who he actually is. And then later on during the season, oh, okay, he's Daredevil. See what I'm saying? They waited and mm-hmm. told everybody, oh, Daredevil going to be in the season. Why they puppy playing these crazy episodes showing twerking and all this shit when all they had to do was give us an <laughs> actual storyline. You know what I'm saying? Like he could have been an integral part of the storyline the whole season. Not that you want to take away from She-Hulk, but throw him in there a little bit so we can see what's going on. Like I guarantee you that would have got people more interested in what was been going on with the show than what they just did. That's all I'm saying. Gotcha. No, I, I agree with you. I think, uh, no, I, I definitely agree with you. I think uh, the, 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 the just the worst part is just, you know, it's just that the story isn't there for She-Hulk. And I want to I wanna appreciate She-Hulk more, but it's just starting to turn into this, you know, the show is pretty much turning into this, like, you know, this very sad, you know, girl trying to find love. And, you know, these one night stands aren't turning out the way she expected it to. And, and you know, and you, I, I don't know how you feel about the whole ship between Daredevil and She-Hulk. I was not expecting that, to be honest. I was not expecting that. Um, not that I have, I'm mad about it, but I was like, I was definitely not expecting that to happen. Uh, I don't even know if that's happened in the comics. I don't know if they have a relationship in the comics, to be honest. I don't know. I don't think um, that they do, but I will say I give Marvel credit for doing that because it's the MCU. So obviously it's going to be different from the books in, in certain aspects. And this could be something that we see moving forward with those two. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just something that's unexpected. Mm-hmm. So I give them props for doing it. It definitely made for good banter on the episode between those two. And then what happened at the end, obviously. Um, and, you know, it would be cool if during the Daredevil show, maybe Jennifer comes on there and does some stuff on there, too. So I, I applaud them, actually, for that. It's just they waited too long. And this could have been a build-up thing that could have actually happened over episodes during the season. It, it really feels like every episode of She-Hulk is its own entity. It's just like a weekend variety special. It's like you don't none of this none of the right. things that have been going on except for the whole her getting stuck with that uh thing they were trying to get her blood in the second episode or whatever and that guy reading her phone in the last episode. Like those are the only two connectors we've seen so far of like any kind of storyline. Everything else has just been one offs. So I don't know. Right. No, that's that's true. That's true. So I just hope it gets uh well there's only one episode left, so I'm not really sure where they're trying to go with this revenge porn thing. 
Um, um kind of. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. She, she Hawk has been kind of going a little. I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't say rated R, but there's a lot of sex going on in this show. Um, but I'm not saying that's an issue. But it's I, I don't. This is the first time we've seen a show like this. Like she, she Hawk is a very sexual character in the MCU now. I mean, and she makes a lot of jokes that are like we understand them obviously because we're adults. But I'm pretty sure when I was a kid, I could understand what she's talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like. They don't even right, try to hide right. it. They just, you know. Right. So it's definitely it's very different. So it's, it's I don't know if, I don't know if this is what fans were expecting when we uh when we um uh heard that a She-Hawk show was coming into fruition. Um so but hey, it is it's here. This is what it is. So, uh she you're one of your favorite superheroes loves having sex on a first date. Um, so if, if, if you date the She-Hawk and you see her on the thing, just know, let me stop. Let me, I'm starting to sound like a sexist now. Let me stop. That's not what I'm trying to do. Yeah, not what I'm trying to do. Yeah, where you going? Like... <laughs> but I will say, I it, saying, it, it's so. definitely going in a different direction than what we initially thought. And also, too, where the Hulk been at, man? We know he was traveling to Sakaar or whatever. Like, we ain't going to get no tie-up to that storyline, that thread at all. Like... Well, EJ, there has been some leaked pictures, and uh, looks like he will be back for the finale. Yeah, but looks like he will be. Man, they rushed this so. season, and we we've had more episodes of this damn show than anything. You could have gave me nine episodes of of Hawkeye, and that's saying a lot. So I'm just <laughs> like, like, bro, like, I mean, out of sure. all the shows to get nine episodes, you barely wanted to give uh, WandaVision nine episodes. I'm like, man, so, right. Right, know. they must really love the show. That's all I can say. <laughs> That's all I can say. True, true. Uh, hopping over, fellas from from uh, Marvel to DC. Did y'all hear about Ezra Miller returning back to uh, do reshoots on the Flash? They they bugging. White privilege again, bro. <laughs> it, I heard that, and uh, I just. I mean, I do understand from a point that you film like 80% of your movie with him. So it's like, how much money are you going to waste having to go do reshoots with a whole new actor? So it does make sense. So, and so personally, I mean, I can understand, I can understand it. But my thing is after this movie is over, you need to recast. You need to recast. Yeah, they got it. It was crazy, bro. Yeah, it's. I think it's 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 done. Uh, Ezra Miller's done. You cannot afford to have a situation like this again. This is probably one of the most weirdest things ever. Uh, weirdest things ever to uh, uh, happen between your talent and um, you know, in a, a big time, big time triple A, uh, big blockbuster movie that's coming out soon, and that's that's, that's just so weird. That's just so weird all this drama to be coming out and you know dude is doing drugs and having bar fights and grooming young late like it's, uh, it's come on come on nah he we yeah he gotta go if this was anybody if he get else. away with it if he get if if this crack and he get paid and this work bro i'm about to be like hey man he might go above robert downey jr man a wilding dog and, and a comeback story <laughs> mm. True. i mean my thing is nah he should be gone bro like anybody else in this situation would have been fired like once i hear the word grooming fired like there, there's not even a like <laughs> we don't have to have a discussion if it's confirmed you got reports 
he's out of there. Like, I don't understand what Warner Brothers is doing. Like, they're making all these crazy changes over there. I really hope that they're bringing him back to reshoot some scenes to where they're reshooting scenes to exit his character out of the series. It's too easy for him to run through, make a portal, you know, bring about, bring about uh, Flashpoint and bring another, uh, bring another Flash in. That's all you gotta do. So I really hope they're figuring mm-hmm. out a way to do reshoots to get him out and not reshooting it just to bring him in, fix scenes, and then bring him back for future installments in the DC universe. Cause like, I don't know what kind of example they said just to keep this dude in here and you know what he's, what you know, what's been going on with him. So that was wild to me when I right. read that though. That was wild. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I, you, you gotta, gotta kind of ask yourself like, just out of curiosity, like what, what was going through his mind? Is this dude, to me, that's all drugs, bro. That's just drugs. You know what I'm saying? Because what, that does not seem normal. Like all this drama that was going on with him and all of those weird stories. It had to be some kind of drug binge, to be honest. It's just so freaking even, weird. Even if it was, man, like I'm like, fam, you're a weirdo. Stuff, oh, man. he's definitely. Like, hey, why are we rewarding bad behavior? Exactly. Right. Exactly. Definitely weirdo. <laughs> and, and, and here's another thing you're giving him more money. Yeah. So it's like, why? Well, like, he's getting just, his contract. He already has his contract, so. So I'm like, bro, you, you could, they could have did something else with that, man. You know how many white dudes you can find to play Flash, bro? We act like Flash is like a super compelling character with such an interesting, like, deep, dark story that has to have this certain personality trait. They then made so many Flashes and there's different, like, eras of Flash. So this specific one, does Ezra have to specifically play this dude? No. And Ezra well, is the worst one. Question. And Ezra's, Ezra's the worst. Right. Ezra's the worst one out of hell. Right. <laughs> Barry, Barry's that dude, really? I, you know, I was growing up. I was a Wally West guy from Justice League. Oh, hey, so. man, yes, yes, sir. I remember when uh, when the Flash was first getting his episode on Arrow, and he was doing the whole thing. And I heard that the Flash was going to be on Arrow, and they were going to build out this whole show. And they said it was Barry. I was pissed. I was like, bro, just put Wally West in, and let's be done with it. Because we all grew up <laughs> on Wally West with Justice League and you know team young justice and all that but but i will say i have developed a better respect for barry allen over the years for sure so um mm-hmm. totally fine with them keeping barry they just need to bring another barry in you can go get grant gooson i don't care but we gotta we gotta get somebody else in there bro that's all i'm saying gotcha gotcha no i and that's what the fans were counting for it too they were like uh give grant gustin which i think would be awesome because they've already crossed over too right yes in the show yeah well uh i believe it was it was either like the finale of one of the flash seasons or it was like a a scene at the very end of um i don't know if it was not justice league but it was something where the flash it might might have been the season finale oh i know what it was it was uh the infinite crisis crossover between arrow flash supergirl and all those shows like that and he was running between realms or whatever and he stops and he saw ezra miller and they talked for like five seconds and then he ran and then he went and then he went away. So they have crossed paths before, so it's totally plausible. Mm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll see. That movie better be good. It better be worth it going through all this. I will say that. They keep talking about how it's tested so well and people love it and they can't wait to put the movie out, but you keep pushing it back. So it can't be that great. Cause it's supposed to be out net by now, so <laughs> we gonna we gonna see, man. 
We're going to see. All right. Uh, Mar, right. me and Mar were actually texting about this. Mar, what do you think about the Mario trailer, bro? Mario trailer, I was pleasantly surprised. Like, y'all know me. Y'all know I hate cartoon movies and live action films of any sort, right? So I ain't know what to expect until I saw like maybe two people on Twitter who ain't gamers mention this. And then I saw it and I was just like, all right, let me, let me look at this. So trailer started off, I'm just like, okay, this look goofy. Then it's like a little funny moment. And then I was like, wait a minute, bro. Like this actually like looks pretty damn good. And then Chris Pratt, you know, Mario falls into the universe. And then Chris Pratt, like you hear his voice. I was like, nah, this movie might be kind of fire, bro. Mm, mm. Me is giving Guardians of the Galaxy but making Super Mario. Because <laughs> Chris Pratt. Like you got you got high, like you got you got high comedy, but like it's still grown. Like I don't want because because me first I was like I ain't gonna watch this if they make this like a childish ass Super Mario movie. Mm. Like you know how kind of like if you look at movies like The Incredibles and all these other movies where it's like they're still funny but it's like humor that everyone can appreciate. It's like humor that kids can enjoy and like adults can enjoy and like it's real. Like it's raw but it's real but it's good. That's what I feel like the direction they're going in. I didn't see it didn't seem like anything that was like super childish. Like, even when Bowser went, like, they was just like, yo, fight. And they start throwing snowballs at him. He's just walking up slow. <laughs> and then he just burnt the castle <laughs> down. Like, that's just, it's funny. I think anybody can relate to that, man. So I think, me personally, I think this movie about to be fine. That's just me. Now, am I going, you know what I'm saying, go see his birthday and come out? No, I'll probably catch on the mat. Maybe, you know, if it, if it released out on a little streaming platform, I might do that. But, you know, I think it looks great. I'm I'm intrigued. Okay, okay. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. It's not. It's not gimmicky. I think it's dope because I think you know, all the Mario movies have been gimmicky as hell. Like, oh, it's me, it's me. Like, anyway. <laughs> like you a plumber? Like, nigga, just be a regular dude. <laughs> you feel me? Like, <laughs> seeing that one from the nineties with Danny DeVito. I was like, come on, bro. You're not about to get the nigga that played the penguin. Like, to be Super Mario well, now. Like, that wasn't Danny DeVito though. I will say that that wasn't Danny DeVito. Danny, you feel me? Like, what? Like, come on, man. I forget all the uh, name that played it too. This dude's a good actor, but I forgot forgot his name. Mm-hmm. Jay, what you think, bro? I was pleasantly surprised too. I'm up there with Mark. Um, I was definitely surprised. Uh, I, you know, people are kind of like I've heard people talk about how they're having they have issues with they're going to have issues with his voice because they want to hear that old Italian plumber voice it's a me you know all that i don't you i know, don't want that, that bro yeah just imagine having mario talk the majority of the movie that shit is gonna be In annoying the, oh, fast yes. i don't want to hear that oh yes oh we gotta go say princess peach you know i don't want i don't want to <laughs> hear that right, I, bro. I, look, no look I just you know so have him talking like a regular guy i don't care I, to be honest the whole the whole drama is that behind chris pratt is the whole personal things where you know him and his wife and then you know he's a you know he's a trump supporter from what i heard he's kind of conservative so you have those things you have those things uh in there that's kind of contributing to this drama uh personally i can separate that from the art um i'm you know i'm i'm one of i'm the movie's going to be good it looks illumination is behind it illumination has done some very great kids movies i can tell you now this movie's going to make so much money Oh, for sure. I feel, for 
I feel we'll bad see. for all of the theater employees that's going to clean up all that popcorn from all these kids that's yeah. going up in there. This movie is going to make so much money. So for all the people that's complaining about this stuff, guess what? To be honest, this movie ain't really catered for y'all. It's catered for the kids. We, you know, us now, us fans, they grew up with Mario. Of course, we go in there for the nostalgia. We want to see the Easter eggs. Of course, there's going to be stuff up in there for us, the fans. But this movie for the kids. So uh, you, you think so, bro? It's for the kids, bro. Telling. I don't know, man. They are. They are. It's kind of like what was what was a what was a movie where it's just like every matter of fact. You remember when like they re-released The Lion King, bro? It was way more adult. It was a lot of adults that went to go see that. You, that second you, job, bro. You gonna have the adults come up in there for sure because of nostalgia purposes. But the, the movies are like the movies like this. I'm telling you, they are catered to children. They're catered. They they know their target audience. Kids movies make so much money, Mar. They make so much money. When Frozen came out, oh my God. When Lego Movie came out, I worked in the theater during these times, fellas. It was the apocalypse. I think it. I'm telling you. No, you're 100 correct, Jay. 100 correct. Um, <laughs> I think tomorrow's point with The Lion King, they had a more mature audience because of the names they were bringing for the character so like oh we got beyonce we got donald glover like right it was a different vibe this is more of like you know what this is like some lego movie vibe this this is exactly what it's like so um yes obviously us as mm -hmm. hardcore gamers who grew up playing nintendo who grew up i mean mario's older than we are so obviously we'll be in there but right but it is bringing a new generation who probably don't know a whole lot but maybe know them just you know from a little bit from the switch they're gonna be rushing the theater bro and as soon as this movie come right. out they about to sell out all the mario games watch I'm yeah, telling you, exactly bro, all these <laughs> yes, kids all, all these kids bro who know about mario a little bit but they ain't got no switch they gonna go tell their parents i want to switch i want mario dreamland i want mario this mario that mario party i'm telling you bro they about to clean up as soon as this movie drop they stock gonna go up like crazy. Watch. Yes, it will. Merchandise, clothes, Games, toys, yep. all of that. Yep. All of that. You about to see like like EJ's. I could EJ. I couldn't have said it better. Them games are about to fly off that damn shit. <laughs> so if you ain't got to do a Mario game right now, bro, you better go get them. Because I'm telling you, they're going to be sold out after this movie come out. I'll tell you. <laughs> yes. Because you got to remember, Nintendo is a family gaming, con family gaming company now. They're, you know, they do have the games for us, for us gamers, uh, hardcore casual gamers too. But they cater their games toward the families now. And them movie, that movie is about to send so many kids out. And there's a Mario game, there's a new Mario game about to come out. Exactly. exactly. This is the perfect. Yep. This is the perfect. They know what they're doing. Yep. They know what they're doing. Yep. I got to <laughs> give them credit, bro. They marketing team is working, bro. They work it. So, <laughs> hey, they, they, they doing it. I got to give them credit. Right. So, it's it's over. It's over. This going to be, this coming out. Dude, it's coming out. In over yep. it is oh, over yeah. it Ooh. is over <laughs> yeah man, they, they racking up <laughs> yeah man they, they this one will make almost a billion dollars if not a billion dollars so i'm just saying more more than a billion dollars billion dollars plus i'm sorry i think, think the and, franchise is gonna make a billion not the not the movie itself well well yeah all together yeah. If you, but yeah, look, yeah, the, the movie franchise, the franchise movie. is gonna yield franchise definitely gonna move he's gonna go make a couple couple hundred million for sure from this they might make more. I'm saying, I mean, probably. I'm just saying they might make probably in the fives. They might make in the fives probably. We'll yeah. see. 
Um, mm. What's funny though is a couple of days before this came out, I sent Jay a trailer. Uh, I think I sent it to the, to the chat. So Marvel, you may have seen it, but it was like a someone did like a mature Mario, like what it would be like if Mario was in like the real world type thing, and it was fire, bro. Like I was like, this is fire. Yeah. And then when I saw the trailer, it obviously wasn't like the blood and shit that you saw in the other one, but it kind of gave me that same vibe, and I was like, okay, this movie about to be real. So yeah, um, yeah I, I'm yeah. excited. I am excited. Yep, this movie. And then it got the uh, out here in LA, Disneyland. They have the new uh, Mario, uh, the new Mario Land. That's about to. If I don't, I don't know if it has launched yet or is, or they're still building it. But I know when I was there um, last year, they were. It was in production, like they were built in construction. They were constructing it, constructing it or whatever. So I'm curious if it's going to be open by the time this movie launches, because that would be smart too. Yeah, if they do that, it's it's, it's about to run for that. Yep, it's a wrap. <laughs> All right, fellas, we're going to switch the games real quick. Uh, Jay, I've been watching your stories. Obviously, I was out of town this weekend, but I was watching the, the shoe program stories, and I saw Bruh. the Street Fighter <laughs> stuff, bro. So tell us about that, because I'm, I've am i been trying to figure out what's, what's going on with that. Because this looks nuts. Well, it's, it's definitely nuts. I was fortunate to get a code. I didn't think I would be able to, <laughs> but I think... Uh, <laughs> I think, uh, you know... You know, Street Fighter Five was not on Street Fighter Five was not on consoles. I mean, on Xbox consoles, they made Street Fighter Five exclusive, even though uh, Street Fighter Four was across platform. And and so, I, that, which was kind of stupid to me, it didn't make sense. And I don't know if you guys knew, but Street Fighter Five was like half a game. They they kind of what Infinite Halo Infinite was. They sold you half you a game. The, the campaign wasn't ready. Right, right. You had to buy the fighters. That was like yeah, was first time I ever heard that in my life. Yeah. Um. But uh, this man, I guess they brought it back. They came to Capcom, came to their senses, or Sony came back to their senses, and now it's back on Xbox, which is great. And um, I was able to get a code, and I think one of the reasons I was able to get a code was that I'm an Xbox player. Maybe they're trying to get more Xbox people on. If you were on, probably trying to get a code for PlayStation, you probably didn't have a lot of luck, um, because everybody's mm-hmm. trying to get it on PlayStation, probably. So thank God I'm on Xbox. The code man, I haven't played Street Fighter in a long time, I haven't played it since Street Fighter 4 uh street fighter 4 super ultimate all of that stuff and it feels really good their graphics look really great um the biggest thing i want to talk about is the, the character creator and at the entry time uh mortal kombat did have a character creation a long time ago in mortal kombat armageddon which is pretty cool you get to create your own uh fighters and street fighter as far as, far as i know this is the first time it's ever being done you get to create your own character and guys let me tell you the the character creator is probably on par with some of of your favorite rpgs where you create your own characters it's that deep some may argue that it's a little bit too deep if you've seen the images that i've it's goofy boy it's goofy <laughs> yeah it looked weird bro and a lot yeah people are going out of control they're making little small dwarfs from like lord of the rings they're making glowing people they're making you know giants uh they're making like the, this body dysmorphia is just awful. Yeah, that's what's killing me. Is that chain crazy? Yeah. So it's crazy. Uh, uh, so it's 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 crazy. It's cool, but they have even like they got the Rendagon and the Sharingan from Naruto. The eyes on there, bro. Oh, I wow. was like, oh, I say, I say, you have me at Sharingan and Rendagon. Yes, so my sir. got the Rendagon. <laughs> so you know, you can make your character give them all different kind of colors and it's, it's really deep. So you will be able to create your own character and customizing the way you want. 
uh, uh, put clothes on them, earn clothes and accessories and stuff like that, and customize them, give them fighting moves. The only we didn't get the experience um, fighting with our uh, characters uh, in the in the beta, so that's that sucked. But I guess they're saving that to be worked on uh, for later uh, for a later time, I guess. This beta kind of focused on mostly just the fighting with the new characters. We have several new characters. We have Jamie, who's uh, this looks like he's a Brazilian, a Brazilian type character that that you know he's a, a drunken master type character like Jackie Chan, where he gets drunk throughout the fight, and and when he gets super drunk, he can his moves like kind of turn up to a hundred, and he's doing all these crazy moves, just drunken master type style. Uh, you have. A black character, I can't remember her name, but uh, the black character, this black female character who she dances like she's like kind of reminiscent of DJ. If y'all remember DJ from Street Fighter, who was like the dancing hip hop yep. guy. Nice. And um, she's DJ. Hey, man, these Japanese people, man, it is what it is. Uh, but she's similar to DJ. I don't know if she's going to be DJ's daughter or something like that in the story. Don't know. We'll see when the game comes out. But she has like the headphones and the headset. She's like a uh, she's a tagger, like a spray tagger, like to likes to you know tag things with her spray paint stuff like that so that's pretty cool we have another we have a brawler type named luke he's like uh they, they're kind of, there's a lot of folk in him i don't know his story but luke is like the new he's a brawler he has some of his some of his moves are kind of very similar to ken and reuse but more brawler and a lot of mixed martial arts type style from him um who else do we have uh jury returns jury from street fighter 4 she made an introduction to uh she made an introduction in that game Ryu and Ken are, are back. Ryu is like my main. Guile is back. One of my my second main character. I love playing with those characters. Ken is overpowered as usual. I don't know if you guys are familiar, but Ken is usually one of the most overpowered characters um, in Street Fighter. His like the, the the frame rate for his moves are just way too. Cool. Need to reduce that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna address that in my survey when I to Capcom when I when I uh, take it later later this week. Um, but Ken's his just moves are some of it is just too too crazy to the point where I was going around looking for matches and everybody was playing with Ken. I'm like, this is this is ridiculous. <laughs> um yeah, it's it's ridiculous. So hope we gotta balance it out. So this is a little bit more balancing issues. This game seems like it's actually uh good for people that's trying to jump into Street Fighter who haven't played it in years or maybe for the first time because a lot of the moves, instead of doing certain combos or a certain button combinations to do some of the super attacks now you have <clears throat> on the controller pad you have a heavy punch a uh, quick punch and like a, a heavy kick low kick or whatever but now you have a dedicated button where you can actually do the do the power move so all you have to just do is um do a directional button left right up and down with the y button and you could do a super attack which is kind of you know for the hardcore gamers you're like oh this is kind of cheap skating just this takes the skill out of it but yeah. to me it actually doesn't make a difference to me to be honest because you the skill they're still they're still you still have to use it very skillfully so it's while it's easier to do the super attacks it still takes a lot of skill in the game because street fighter is actually a very offensive minded game it's not defensive like mortal kombat is mortal kombat is more like a defensive game um you can a more strategic fighting game which is why is mortal kombat in my opinion is the best fighting game out there um, but Street Fighter is very offensive, so defense isn't all that great, in my opinion. I could be wrong for someone else's, but I will it's never say, been that great in Street Fighter. True, exactly. And but this year, or I believe this was introduced in Street Fighter Five. I was talking to my brother about it because he played Street Fighter Five. 
but with this but but just for the sake for me not playing street fighter 5 this year what i've learned is, is that there's a new move where you can actually hold you have your regular defensive def defense where you just hold the back button but now you there's a dedicated defensive mo uh, uh, move where you hold the right trigger um i mean the right trigger or the rb button and you get into a defensive state that pretty much blocks every move even super attacks and like it blocks everything and the only uh, it's but the thing is it drains your energy bar so what it does is as you're using it it constantly drains your energy bar stopping you from using um super attacks so it has yeah. a give and take I, which is solid balance but i mean if that's the case and it's like why change the system of just classic street fighter mechanics in general like okay if you're gonna block like just let them block whenever you choose and if people act like there's not like guard breaks in street fighter mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's like is that gone like people do that all the time like in the professional circuit so it's like okay guard breaks aren't gone that's a good that's a good thing that's a good thing you mentioned guard breaks aren't going so if you're actually in that defensive state mar it's, if i grab you you will get grabbed <clears throat> so it hasn't gone. okay so it hasn't gone away so so you definitely got to use it wisely um you definitely got to use it wisely so i i'm not you know and that's a good question that's a good thing that you brought up because i'm not really sure why this is needed to be honest uh like you said i kind of agree but i do i can tell you the difference is that when you do a regular when you do a regular block in street fighter you still take a little bit of damage right right in this in this one you don't take any damage so and nah that's lame right <laughs> so so you're just draining you're just draining all it uses up the caveat is just it uses up your energy bar your energy bar and the thing is it's so when you move into the motion when you move into the motion of getting into that defensive state it's very slow so you have to time it you have to time it just right because you can get if, if someone's on the offensive they can stop you from even getting into the defensive mode you know what i'm saying so you have to time it just right and it also leaves you open for a grab too so you can still get grabbed out of too so it's not it's not easy to just to see so you can't don't come in you can't come into the game thinking i'm just gonna get into the defensive state and nobody can beat me no it's far from that you can get grabbed you can get grabbed you can you have to time it right because if you don't you'll you'll get your ass kicked because the frame rate of getting back into motion to your regular fighting uh, stance is slow. So you have to time it right. And so, and then there's a guard, there's also a new type of guard break too, where uh, it's a charging, it's a it's called a Punisher move, Punisher. And what it does is it, it's this animation where your fighter will charge up a heavy, a super attack, and it, um, it will either break your character's guard or it will just push them back, opening them, opening them, opening them up for a uh, ultimate. So when I was using it, if you watch some of the videos, when I was using it, I would break someone's guard and it would it would push them back a few steps, leaving, and they couldn't, you couldn't immediately get back into your guard for like a few seconds, for like a few milliseconds. And when that, when that opened it, when that path opened up, I would immediately use my ultimate attack. So that was great. So it was like very, you know, strategic to try to use your ultimates or get any of your super moves out. So it's definitely, it's definitely different. It's definitely different. There's a, aside from the fighting and stuff like that, um, you do have, there's other multiplayer modes that will be launched and there's the story mode as well. But I'm very curious to see how the content creation is going to actually, uh, play out because especially with all these body these this 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 morphic body bodies that the character that <laughs> these people the bring, thing, like i like i some people are like literally 
somebody edited their character they created their characters like to not have any arms like, and i don't know how that works <laughs> and i don't like, know DJ, and when i say this is funny bro like it <laughs> a matter of fact it's almost like it's almost like 2k bro like dead serious with character creation bro like when I say like people making anything, it's really crazy stuff I've seen on this bitch. Right. That's right. wild, bro. You, you can make a long arm. You can make long arm people, super tall people. I'm not sure. I have. I'm not sure how Capcom is going to address that when you have two creative characters fighting. Now, are we? Question is, are I believe we will be able to fight creative character against creative character but maybe because you can have you have all this freedom will they only be story based only on offline modes if it's going to be mm -hmm. an online mode i need to understand how i'm going to be able to fight characters that have all these different type of bodies and like if there's there's a there's someone with long ass arms will they have will they be able to have this in, impenetrable reach <laughs> yeah like be against me right so like how does that factor into the game so um i, I gotta i gotta well are will are there gonna be some kind of attribute system where even though you have long arms you you know maybe the frame rate slows so you can't when you punch the arm comes back really slow you know it, yeah. I, this is a lot of questions that i wish we could have tested it out with the consecration but we didn't get that so and right now street fighter 6 doesn't have a release date all we know is that it's coming it's coming out in um it's coming out in 2023 so there's no release date just yet so ultimately um i'm excited to get back into it uh it was a great re-entry i'm i think i'm definitely going to buy it. i think this may be the best street fighter so far that i've played in my life to be honest i, I can't play wait to play I the full roster reach. i don't know man it felt really good i feel i think there's just some things that we i gonna, think we gonna speak. should be patched and, and i would just admit a survey i would just admit a survey but uh, I think it, I think it it's it's an evolution. I will say that it's an evolution so far. So I, it's what I like to see. Gotcha. That's what's up. That's what's up. I'm gonna let y'all stick to that. I'm not the biggest, uh, I guess, fighter game person. Mortal Kombat, I get, but I usually get Mortal Kombat just to just to fool with the story. Once I beat the story, go on itself. So. Um, <laughs> I, Street Fighter has always been cool, but I just watch other people play that. So. Um, yeah, definitely, Jay. Keep right. us informed on how that goes, man. We'll talk about it more on, on the shoe, for sure. Um, a game that I really want to talk about because I got to check and see if we are getting it. I know me and you are getting it. I don't know if Marvin going to get it, but Jay, I know. I think we're getting it. It's Gotham Knights. <laughs> Did you see uh, mm -hmm. those recent stuff that's come out about that, like the controls and the, the gameplay mechanics and all that? Yep. So, so yep. we so try. I have been... Oh, we we getting it, oh, You know, I'm getting. I'm a Batman fan. I have to get it. It would be a sin for me not to get it. <laughs> it would be a sin. It'd be blasphemy. I'm 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 Black Bruce Wayne. Like, what you think? I've got to get it. Look, my mom. Look, my mom called me the other day. She said, "Baby, I got something for you." I said, "What you got for me?" She said, "I got you a Batman, a Batman, uh, uh, shower, shower, uh, shower carpet or whatever." And I was like, "I said, Mom, you know your son. You know your son." <laughs> I was like, thank you, Ali. It will be put to use. So, but no, I'm for sure getting it. I will say that I'm kind of, I'm trying to not watch too many stuff because I do, I do see a lot of gamers have gotten um, early, early previews, early demos, and they're kind of playing some of the stories. So I don't want to be spoiled. 
so I'm trying to stay back from watching a lot of stuff. But yeah, I have been watching some of the some of the latest stuff. All right, so I am excited. I'm definitely getting it. R, what's the deal, bro? We getting it? What, what you doing? Uh, I mean, I'll give it a shot. You know, I ain't really that big <laughs> on uh, superhero games. Now, I will say, the Batman games I have played. If it hit Game Pass, I'll give it a go. It's, it's, it's not going to be Game Pass, bro. It's not gonna, it ain't, if it ain't going to hit Game Pass, bro, you know what I mean? It's going to be like I put extra 60 laying around. I'm like, you know, they already trying to get me on this Call of Duty, you know what I mean? I mean that, that's a, that's oh, a yeah, good deal. Right, that's yeah. a good, I mean I there's no give me <laughs> that that money is already allocated. So I mean that's already sixties already set back for that. Not a done deal for me, bro. Uh, I'm getting it, bro. <laughs> okay, I got it. Still more, still more to see. We gonna get it. We gonna get into that. I know, I know more info, but that's later. Um, but yeah, Jay, I'm mm -hmm. excited for this, bro. Yeah, Nightwing has always been one of my favorite characters in, in DC. So gotta play as my boy. Um, Obviously, they got the Red Hood in there, Batgirl, and, and Robin. So, I've heard that there's a crazy amount of uh, outfits for, for all the characters. So, I'm actually excited to see what they got for that. And then, uh, they did confirm the other day that the story doesn't take up directly after Arkham City. Um, or is it, was Arkham City the last one, or was it, uh, what was it? Uh, Arkham, Arkham Knight? Knight. It doesn't go directly after Arkham Knight. It's, it's it's its own story. So hopefully we still will be getting right. a true sequel to Arkham Knight. But um, still excited for it though. Looks good. Yeah, I think um, the uh, bad. I mean, the Suicide Squad, Killer Justice League is in the same universe as the Arkham series. Gotcha. Uh, mm. So this is totally this is totally something. Uh, it's own different thing, which. I'm hoping and it's being rumored that we will get, even though Batman is supposedly dead, but we all know if you're a Batman fan, Batman is usually never dead. So um hope he's some that DLC content or he can unlock him in the game because you know, while these characters are great to play, it'd be interesting. I would love to play as Batman. So, you know, do this. Uh yeah, definitely copping. Marv, why don't you tell us about uh this Modern Warfare news or this Call of Duty news that you have? So, um, earlier this week, a Call of Duty leaker on Twitter kind of revealed that there's a strong possibility that after the gap year of Call of Duty, the next COD game is going to be Advanced Warfare 2. Now, happy about that? No. <laughs> why bro like one first of all why that's one two why have us go from being on boots on the ground to now you got to have to do all these advanced movements personally I don't like it I didn't like it when advanced warfare came out anyway even though I played that was like probably the last call of duty I owned and I don't want to have to go through that again because my thing is like okay you're going to do that how's it going to factor in the war zone <laughs> Cause you know everything got the feedback in the war zone so um but you can make a rich call of duty you don't have this it was just too much to have to deal with and it got very monotonous like super fast so um we'll see i'm kind of scratching my head on it i know what i read that tutorial very very bizarre um another thing that is kind of been 
a wonder, I guess, amongst the Call of Duty community is just wondering like what's going to be like finalized in multiplayer. You know, because my thing is that so far as the beta goes, everyone's just craving a new Call of Duty. So even the people who are complaining and griping about the beta, like they still gonna play it. And that's the reason why Call of Duty is one of the most successful games of all time, right? Like um, even with the beta for me, it was cool. Did I have like an incredible amount of fun? It was all right. I think there's a lot that, you know, needs to be improved. Um, but I think it has a lot of potential for growth. Uh, I'm intrigued to see how they're going to treat Warzone because I feel like if they get that right, that'll be a hit. That'll be a hit because overall, I think the shell of the game isn't bad. It's just that like, I think they're trying to do so many new things when it's no need. Gotcha. No need. It's, it's no need. It's a lot of things. I'm just kind of like, this is odd, and like, why is that the case? You know, and and just kind of how it plays. But we'll see. I mean, what it comes out. What is this? October 10th? Days. Come out on what? 26th? You say 26th, right? The thing. So we gonna see, man. Campaign look fire though. I will say that. I mean, that's a given too. Like I say, God, I, I don't like. I don't like the premise. I don't like the premise of what I've heard about the campaign is that it's not really like a war theme. It's more so kind of like almost like a what was that Ghost Recon Breakpoint where you just like went after like drug cartel. Like I think that's what the plot is kind of like semi been leaked about it. So we'll see. I'm still looking forward to it. I think there's a strong possibility I might get it, but I don't know if I'm gonna get it the day of. May get it like. One day after, I'm gonna just see kind of like how everybody else is playing it. Then I might pull my money. I I'm like, nah. If it's, if it's trash, if it's trash, I'm not getting it. If it, if it's fire, then yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll go ahead and give them that that measly sixty, you know. And keep <laughs> pushing, 60. And keep it pushing. I think the only thing I'm really looking forward to with this is honestly Warzone and DMZ and how they blend those together. That's the only reason, honestly, I really want to play it because I think multiplayer. I think eventually they're just gonna end up killing it off, just like they did. Jay, is it is it that's six? Why, that's, what led to, that's what led to Warzone being a big thing. Wait, what was your question? Is it sixty or is it seventy? It is it definitely be not 60. sixty. It's definitely. Oh, not they 50. ain't getting it for me then. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's seventy, bro. I think it's sixty-nine. It's it's yeah, seventy. Six, seventy. It's, seventy. Then I gotta 70. drop another team for the battle pass. Nah, we good. Figure it out. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you can save nine dollars this week. That's your sixty nine right there. <laughs> That's what you said. I'm Gucci. I'm Gucci. Nah, we're straight. We're straight. No. Oh, did that with day. Did that with Halo Infinite, bro. I'll never do that again, bro. bro the Infinite. first nope. battle pass we had in Halo was fire. We can't. Let's not do that. We all enjoyed the first. And they, they quickly revealed to us, hey, we got two niggas again. They revealed to that <laughs> us quickly, bro. I think the only thing I'm probably gonna invest my That's money hilarious. into heavy. To be real, when it comes to gaming, like dead serious, bro, like real talk, this is just me speaking. <laughs> I feel like that next current Tafato may be crazy, bro. Yeah, but you got to wait till 2025. So, I, think, I mean, you're going to be saving forever for that. I ain't really tripping on me. I mean, nigga, what, 2022, 2023, bro, ain't no thing. <laughs> hey, we're going to get these lame games. A lot of people saying 2022 has been like such a solid year for gaming. I'm just kind of like, I mean, depending Not on what kind of really. the really. Honestly, all the games were pushed back. Everyone who says that doesn't really, yeah, people game, but it's like, it's games I really do not care for. Like, I'm not a super Pokemon and like Legend of Zelda fan and like everything else. I'm like, it's cool, but I'm not like hell bent on playing these things. They're great games, but it's just not for me. 
games that require mm. me to like give too much time in order to really be good at like i'm a kind of probably like moving to the side like elden ring was like a perfect mix of a game that is like that but you can casually kind of just play Elden ring bro yeah, never, never, never. Mm -mm. Like and, and give it time, but like Pokemon, like you gotta like kind of sit and think about playing this game, like you know. But we gonna see, man. We gonna see, we gonna see. I think the only games I think I'm really interested. In. We gonna see how COD does. We gonna see what the hell uh Starfield is gonna do. That's free, bro. So you gotta uh, worry about paying for that. You got Game Pass, free. I ain't worried about that, but it's just like you know, thinking about it. You know what I'm saying? Um. That Jalisco protocol or what a Callisto protocol? Then I'm, I'm, I'm gonna know, wait till I see reviews on that. I'm not gonna buy that day one. So I'm gonna wait for it, but I I ain't heard nobody talk about it, and I'm kind of surprised because they don't really make games like that that are that dope anymore. Typically, real. Now the Alien game that came out a while ago, Sleeper, great game as we all know because we had an amazing time playing that game. But still, it's like I need more of those, and I think that game has the possibility to be pretty far but we don't, we don't see man we're gonna see i think on in for sony and uh xbox i mean to be real like i'm worried though sony we already know what they pretty much we we already know what they waiting for uh pretty pretty much it is what it is we already know what they, what waiting, they for. waiting for god of war bro after that man we ain't gonna get nothing for sony yeah they putting everything in god of war when that drops it's over yeah, bro that's, that's it's so much content now, now, is, it, now is it gonna bro. be now is it gonna be game of the year i don't know game of the year, game of the year bro it's probably gonna be game of the year <laughs> i told him i told him i've been telling marvin this everywhere is gonna be game of the year bro hey man hey 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 mm -hmm. the ring is the ring still stands i mean you still got to return the slide i just did not beat it so yeah we gonna see, bro. We gonna see, bro. We gonna see. Yeah, there's a lot of content coming out this uh this the um Sonic Frontiers also comes out November eighth. Uh, uh, Bayonetta three comes out in for Nintendo Switch. Uh, probably good on that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the new Ghostbusters game, Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed. Uh. Dragon Ball The Breakers. I think that kill well, that comes out on the fourteenth. I'm not playing yeah, that. I saw it. I, yeah, I saw it. I was impressed by that. Yeah, I was like, eh. <laughs> I will I will tell you. I will tell you. I am excited for a new game called uh, it's called Warhammer forty thousand Dark Tide. Now let me tell you guys. Let me tell you. I know EJ EJ like I don't play that I don't play other than Dragon's games like that. I'm not a nerd like that. I'm like, look, Wait, okay. <laughs> This is different, okay? This is different. This is a four-player, first-person game where you're fighting. Um, it's like a cyberpunk zombie-like world. Like it's like it's like a four-player co-op shooter where you have shooter melee weapons. It's like thing Left for Dead. It's like Death Left for Dead, and uh, it's like Space Marines fighting against like these zombies um, type shit or whatever. So it's a pretty cool game. Um, I, I'm actually let me see if I can drop the tra trailer to y'all in, in a chat. But that comes out November 30th on a uh, console, I believe. I'm gonna have to. So the thing, I'm just gonna have to see because like all these games, especially games like this Warhammer 58 million nine thousand, whatever you said, these games always <laughs> drop these beautiful CGI trailers, and I'd be like, damn, that shit look, that shit look and kind of fresh. Trash and then the game come out. come out and it's absolute trash, like Marvin said. So 
I'm gonna have to wait and see an actual gameplay trailer because they dropped these beautiful There's gameplay. these beautiful CGI trailers and then the game come out and you're just like, what the hell is this? So um yeah, like I said, Jay, I'm willing to give anything a chance if it looks good, so I just gotta see what it looks like. Gotcha. Well, I think it would be a great game for a player, and I believe it's also coming to Game Pass for free. Can't get mad at that. Just uninstall it if you don't like it. I mean, right now we got so. Call of Duty. We got Gotham Knights. That's $140 between them two games right there. And, um, out of war get that because they ain't got no game pass on on playstation not a good one at least um <laughs> and uh yeah so we're gonna see uh but you said warhammer's free so whoa whoa we'll see. speaking of that just want just want to add this in you said because how we talk about playstation doesn't have a good game pass did y'all hear that you have this on on the playstation's fake version of game pass do you know that you have to be on a high tier, on the highest tier, mm-hmm. to get premium customer service? Yep. That is ridiculous. <laughs> I have never heard of nothing like that in my life. You know what's wild, Jay? What is like? It seems like every council generation, somebody decide, decides to be an idiot. So when the three sixty, when the three sixty <laughs> came out, it was like okay. PlayStation was doing whatever they were doing with the PS3, charging a thousand dollars for that shit, you know, back way back in the day. And 360 right. came out and they just right. blew them out the water. They had a cheaper price, better games, better controller, etc. So they thought they was on top. And the Xbox, uh, what Xbox One came out, they would decide to go crazy and yeah. do the whole connected always online, gotta buy the, the connect all that other bullshit, and then. Yeah, that was that. Was yeah, talking cool. about you can't share games in between your friends. You gotta like all this stupid stuff like that. And then Sony just came out with the PlayStation Four and was just like simple. And so now it's flipped again. Xbox and dropped a Series X. Simple, hop on, play games, Game Pass. Now you got Sony up here tripping. They don't want to do a Game Pass. They're trying to make you pay for good customer service. Like, why can't they just make good shit every generation and just keep it rolling, bro? They want money, and the reason why is because gaming is big business now. I've been saying this forever. The moment that gaming became something mainstream that people can monetize, that's when the problems start really severely rolling in. Because think about it. The biggest thing that happened to gaming and getting into the main space outside of direct sales, so far as media, was print and G4 TV. When G4 died, what did everything happen? It went to YouTube and Twitch. So everybody's trying to get Twitch channels. It's starting to feed into athletics. It's starting to feed into fashion. All of these things are blending now. So they're trying to get uh, good products with quick turn to build quick communities to get as much money out of these people as possible and to keep them pushing. That's what it is now. I would not be surprised man, if you look up probably in the years, it's gonna be so many live service games trying to be created and get off the ground actually successful that get off the ground is something ridiculous. Nobody wants to just make it clear. I think about it, how many just single story games have we just seen that the same and this is what it is. Something or some kind of service built around it being produced. Not many. Mm-hmm. Not many. Well, so that's that's what it is. And that influences kind of how they sell consoles, the content that they make, how they're trying to make games and all this kind of stuff is nuts, man. 
crazy. That's the thing that I don't like. It's just like, bro, make the game good, dude. Like, the community just wants to play good games. And if you do that, then, hey, you can build other things around it and just release it over time, and it makes sense, but they won't spend with it. We get Call of Duty, right? Then they're going to start opening up the zone then. So check this out. First, round of Call of Duty, multiplayer ain't that great. Little Marv, you, you're going That's a little it. bit out. Fading a little bit out. Uh, can you hear yeah, me? you good. Here you not. Yeah. Here you not. Yeah, but what I was saying is, it's just like with Call of Duty dropping, right? Like, we're going to get COD up front. We're going to play, some people may play the campaign. A lot of people going to go straight to multiplayer, right? Then November, mm-hmm. Warzone's going to release. So they're gonna make that feed into one another, and it's gonna be just like in 2019. More people start going to Warzone because multiplayer was so bad after a while in 2019; it was just unplayable. So that's what it is. And then if DMZ takes off and it's a good thing, they're gonna double down on that too, probably again. So it's just it's just they want money, bro. Like, and I hate it, but that's just what it is. The indie scene probably is the is the community that doesn't really do that that heavy. Whereas, like, they're just gonna make a good game and just hope it works. And if they make money, then they're just gonna work on another one. Versus, like, these other big companies, nah, bruh. They're trying to stretch every cent. That's the reason why we've had a Grand Theft Auto 5 for like 20 years. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, no, I agree with you. It's, it's definitely it's definitely the greed. And I actually had this conversation with Riley. I was telling him, I said, uh, it seems like every time, and when EJ pretty much said it, you know, every time a new company comes out, I mean, does well in the, in the gaming industry. A new console, uh, a new console comes. I mean, a new uh, the company seems to manage uh, manage to f it up when it's time to launch the new things. And it's it, like Marv said, it's 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 greed. It's it's just greedy. So I'm just hoping that uh, you know, right now PlayStation is effing it up right now. They're effing it up right now. This is the perfect opportunity for Xbox, who's been doing so good um, for the first time ever. You, I told Riley this. I said, you know, something is wrong when you're when an american console is doing better than its native console in japan so when you have that happening something's wrong and of course the right. chip shortage has something to do with that too i'm not going to pretend like that ain't that don't exist so playstation is, isn't of course making as many consoles but still you have a lot of people jumping over just because you have the game pass the game pass i just saw not too long ago is is profitable now so they're making a lot of money so now right. you've yeah, so they're, 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 the landscape is changing. So uh, it's just you you can't mess this up. So I'm I'm hoping. So I'm just hoping by the time you know this, this is going to be a far ways up. But when time by the time we it's time to jump to a new console, I hope Xbox just re, you know remembers the errors of its previous ways and and just stays continue on the track that it's on now and doesn't try to switch up later on because what we've learned is what what's give it will be taken yep. away. And, yes. and and if you don't learn, if you don't learn, you is you just gonna fail again. You're gonna fail. And PlayStation, or it seems like none of the console companies, they don't learn. So let's see if Xbox, who's gonna be, I, I believe is gonna be, uh, but I think pretty soon in the next few years, this Xbox Xbox will return or become the, the one of the best-selling consoles and probably at some point uh, beat the PlayStation Five. To be honest, so. Um, is it just has to keep coming, stay on the track that it's currently on, and the Activision Blizzard thing. That's I was just why about to say that. the whole, yep, yep the yep. whole thing with that, the case with that. That's the reason why Play, PlayStation, Sony knows that if they get if they get their hands on Call of Duty, it is over. It is over. Everybody is going to shift over. There's going to be a gaming shift, and people will be coming to Xbox or PC, yep. and. 
trust me microsoft doesn't care which one you come over to because at some point we already talked about this before the physical hardware it will be a figment of our uh, imagination everything is going to be software. Game Pass. as long as you sign up for game pass they don't care what you <laughs> right. get pc or uh xbox you can do whatever yep. you want to do this is what you get game right pass. that's it so it's coming it's What's coming. really crazy though is that dude from sony flew all the way to the courts to go in and give a, a testimony on why it was wrong for uh for them to get activision and all that but my the crazy thing is like bro most of the good games that are worth playing at all on playstation are all exclusives every single one of them god of war spider-man all these new marvel games coming out like the like the uh the wolverine game horizon zero, zero dawn last, last of us all of they're all exclusives so so you telling me that xbox decides to buy a company and make two of the games or three of the games exclusives I mean, bruh, like, come on now. Y'all got all the exclusives anyway. So I just I just find that funny that, right. that they keep making the big deal. They want that money. Yeah. They want that That's money. wild, bruh. It's really wild. Them hey, them battle pass to start. Them battle pass to start. I would have no problem if they said, okay, well, we're not going to let them get Activision. But that's cool. Make all the games that you make on PlayStation, God of War, all the, make all them Xbox games too. <laughs> so... Let's go ahead and do that. Give me, give me Spider Man. Give me, give me Last of Us. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, right. It's just that's crazy, bro. And all, and all the other gaming studios, they're coming out and support. Well, they're not net technically supporting Xbox, but they're just saying like the stuff that that Sony president is arguing. It actually doesn't apply to us. Like we have actually, it's not going to affect us in in a negative way. Actually, it's going to help us because it's going to get our games on both yep. platforms. We don't have to worry about exclusivity no and more. Yeah, so, you know, so it's like, what are you doing? And to be real, and to be real, bro, if they cut out most of this exclusivity stuff, people make more money, which is what they want. Um, it, we at the point now, it's like, what's the point, dude? But they don't want to do right. that because it'll be like, well, why buy any of these consoles? Right. And that's the problem. I'm just like, well, the thing that kills me about the business models that I don't understand, right, is that you're anchoring, you make these super consoles right which are like baby pcs damn near at this point right yep. mm -hmm. and you want people to buy them and you want people to and then the developers want people to buy games uh these console companies that make the consoles they're buying these development studios because they want a pipeline of product that's guaranteed to be on these platforms right but yet they're arguing over exclusivity so it's like there's one or two things are going to happen. Either you're going to shell out the money to just basically engulf any studio that comes out and you just got them under the umbrella. Like you basically have, it's almost like sport leagues, like Xbox is the NBA and Sony's the NFL. Mm -hmm. And it's like, they're going to create more teams are going to pop up in franchise and it's a rush to figure out who's going to grab them. And it's like me, I'm like, if you're going to be greedy anyway about these things, you're going to make people want to, have to buy two different consoles and then they gotta figure out like okay well this company's making a game over here i gotta go get that over here i gotta go get this over here and so forth i'm like man dude why don't all y'all just merge and just make one universal console and people get to play they want but they're not gonna do that though yep right and, you know now, I, I feel like that would be more simple because i'm gonna keep it a stack with you buying three different consoles is kind of stupid if you really think about it if you really think about it it's, it's really stupid no, I mean, I mean I, you, that's that's an argument. I think, that's a, I think I think and, and I think you know, kind of bizarre that people knowing that notion that like 
other companies have attempted to do it, but they just don't have the money, nor do they have the people, the manpower and the employees and the tech in order to make it happen. Like, you know, they're about to scrap Google Stadia. I thought at bare minimum, the Stadia probably had a good idea if they were able to get all the games licensed on Stadia. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, at the end of the day, it's all about money. What hey, we got this console. Like, why don't we just pay them a premium just to get the franchise over here too? When I tell you about Stadia. Let me talk at the end of the day, all this. What I, I, I tell you about Stadia, when Stadia first, I said that shit is not going <laughs> to last long. Bro, no one, there's still multiple thousands of people, probably hundreds of thousands of people that don't even live in areas with good internet to be able to get those games and play those games on Stadia like that. Like that, that, that Stadia is a good concept. We're not at the point yet to where that is a possibility for the majority of people. We ain't, we ain't even at the point. We not at the point now because everybody console gaming and you need the best internet to exactly. do that too. So it's kind of like a moot. It's a moot argument. I just think that the platform itself wasn't just, it wasn't great. It wasn't fleshed out, but the service in my opinion makes sense because they're doing that anyway right now. The same, it's the same. What Adrian Broner say? Same thing. Same thing, bro. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, at this point, man, instead of having these, these arguments about getting what either y'all gone, accept the fact that, hey, Microsoft bought Activision and Blizzard, and they're going to have timed exclusives over here, and y'all just going to have to eat that? Like, what are, we, what are we arguing about? We came from a gaming era where that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We love being like, oh man, we got PlayStation right now. Oh, get over here first. I have to wait a month to get it over here. Like that was fine, but these people arguing and, and throwing tantrums about that. I'm like, dog, sit back and wait on the money. Versus up here trying to like just get angry. You're not getting the dollar first. Like you're gonna get it eventually because people are gonna come up. Like the whole notion of be like, oh man, they're playing Call of Duty on Xbox. They're not gonna play it on PlayStation. Says who? Right. Like that's stupid. That's like saying nobody with PC games, but they are now. Yeah, that's true. PC gaming used to be like a very exclusive group of people who used to play like StarCraft and Thief. Like, but now I was like, bro, you got Steam, dude. You can go buy that on there and keep it pushing. Like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> the notion of old developers getting angry, the fact that people are playing that same game on a different platform is supposed to be a bad thing for the console is crazy to me. It's crazy to me. If you if you want more people to play a certain game on your console, bro, you better figure out a way to make it games for the console then. Same thing that Xbox is figuring out, that Sony's trying to figure out is the one thing that Nintendo has mastered. I keep saying it all day long. You'll never hear Nintendo say any, but anything about this because you know what Nintendo gonna do? They gonna be like, bro, we got like literally a whole twenty-five years of Japanese games that never made it stateside that we can literally just dip back into, make people redevelop the joints and slap it on the Switch. That's all it is. They just repackaging the dope, and they're winning. Versus Xbox, you got so many fans that will get on these forums, be on Reddit, talk about, hey, why don't they make another uh, one of this? or another game of this and it's crickets we don't hear nothing about it people telling you hey bro I would pay hard earned money to just replay this game again if they re think about this you know how many people want a Modern Warfare 2 remastered multiplayer version like the whole Call of Duty just remaster it for a new console and play that again they're never gonna do that you wanna know how many idiots would rebuy that game but here's the thing to that though they they 
They did a remastered Modern Warfare 2, didn't they? Or was it remastered they Modern the Warfare? Re, it was just a re it was just a remaster of uh Campaign. Campaign. It wasn't MP. Uh -huh. Gotcha. But did it I'm, I'm just like just redo it. Like I don't I don't it's too many ideas of reboots that people can do that you know folks are bitching about. I'm just like, dog, okay, they own Activision, bro. Like buy Capcom and call it a day, dog. Like what are, what are we debating about? Like I don't like stop the thing that it's it's kind of like these developers get to show in their hands and i just laugh at like what they say at these launch conferences versus what be happening in the media is like you know one thing i will say about phil spencer is that he's very very vehement vehement about gamers really playing together and the opportunity to play something right. so if every move that game pass we're making it easier for you all to access all these games we want to encourage y'all to play so instead of making you buy every title individually, check this out, man. For one flat rate, you can play whatever you want as long as you double X on your breath. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's fair. Like, you get more people playing, you get more community, you get longer logged in hours and play times. Like, it makes sense for the business model they have. But Sony's up here yelling at these guys in court talking about like, oh, don't do it because they're going to edge us out and yada, yada, yada. Why would they do that? That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Mm -hmm. It it was. It doesn't. And they need money to fuel these things. It doesn't make sense. Why would they do that? Yeah, you gonna get hit with an exclusive. You are gonna get hit with the exclusivity timetable. But so many people be able to buy that game when they only other options mm -hmm. they're like, hey, well they can go buy next month. But who wants to buy a new console to play a game that they know is gonna come out tomorrow? Why would I spend three hundred dollars like I'm gonna be waiting for a week to pay sixty? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't get that. And then here's another thing too. They, they ain't gonna cut off play. So it's like, what are you talking about, bro? <laughs> what are you talking about? I remember it used to be, hey, you only could play Call of Duty on Xbox with Xbox people, and Call of Duty on PC with PC people, and Call of Duty on PlayStation with PlayStation people. Now we need to go back to that. There wasn't any. Shit. They really, they well, no. What they really need to do, they keep crossplay on. They need to take out skill based matchmaking. That's the problem. That's really the problem. That's a whole nother discussion. Don't get me started, man. But we we gonna see, man. I think I think 2023 is really gonna be a telling year for gaming. And I'm gonna tell you right now, these companies do not except Nintendo. If Sony and Microsoft don't get their shit in order, bro, it's gonna be very very intriguing to see what happens. Because a lot of these big name companies that have made games that was supposed to basically blow everyone out the water for this next gen, we ain't seen that yet. Halo mm -mm. did well, flop in the end. 2027, flop. What was the other game on PlayStation uh, 5 that came well, out? Well, uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Do we have time, or do, you, or do y'all want to yeah. come back and talk about that? We, we, we kind of getting long in the tooth on this. I think we can talk about it another time, because I feel more gotcha. news going to come out on that. More news going to come out on that, and I feel like, in my opinion, probably down the pipeline, we're going to get some kind of news about the GTA situation within a month. I feel like the next 30 days is going to give us something. I don't feel like that. I feel like we ain't getting GTA 6 news until the end of 2023. I'm just going to be real with you. I'm talking about the loss. Oh, you're talking about the loss. I think you're talking about the game. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because that that's a big deal. Like, because I know, you know, I don't know about y'all, but like that spooked a lot of companies. That spooked a lot of companies. A lot of things about security is about to start changing on games. All of that, this, that's really about to make people like, yeah, these people ain't playing out here, bro. We, we got to figure out a way to safeguard information. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Mm-mm. Well, yeah, like you, right, well, like you said, uh, Jay, we'll probably get into. Um, there's actually some good news that, or I won't say good news, but encouraging news um, from CD Projekt Red about upcoming titles. So, on the next one, we'll get into that. Okay, and I just I'll just leave out what my last thing I'll say is uh, Fifty Cent Son shut the hell up. Sixty seven hundred dollars <laughs> yeah. is a lot of money. Um, eighty eighty one thousand a year is a lot. A lot of people don't see eighty one thousand dollars a year, sir. So uh, hey, get get realistic, sir. That is true. That's, that that's that is true. So hey, just chill out. I knew. <laughs> hey, bro. I already knew Fifty Cent Son was bogus when he was up for taking pictures with his mother. Like, it, it, I'm like, all right, yeah. Bro. Like, like, I, I, at first I was like fifty foul, but now I'm kind of just like, deserve everything you get, little nigga. <laughs> <laughs> doing the most, like you're really doing the most. Yeah, that's all I wanted to say. I just heard some ridiculousness. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that in the webs. So glad you brought that up. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so he can whatever. Yeah. As always, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe and tune in to all of our social channels to keep up with the shoe program. We appreciate y'all for tuning in and we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Feel free to follow us on all social media platforms. Catch us over on Spotify at The Shoe Program and any other DSPs that you prefer to listen to podcasts on. Also follow us over on Instagram at The Shoe Program. Follow us on Twitter at SHU underscore program. And also tap in with this man. Ask any questions. Feel free to follow, DM us, reach out. If you like anything, follow us on YouTube. Please let us know, man. We really, really appreciate you all listening. We appreciate you all's feedback and tapping in with this content-wise, man. We would love to get to know you and figure out who's listening to us and what you all would like to see and just for showing us consistent love week after week. Thank you all so much.